Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 819, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 27. Let's read our passage. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I will ask you one question, and you will answer it for me. Then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Did John's baptism come from heaven, or was it of human origin? They discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the crowd, because everyone considers John to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. We're in the section where they are now in Jerusalem. They had the triumphant entry as Jesus rode into town on a donkey. Amongst a crowd of thousands of people, he's the only one on a donkey. And people are singing Hosanna, singing praises. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And throwing branches on the ground and waving palm branches. And it's very much people recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. Then he went into the temple, had the temple cleansing, where he turned over the tables of the money changers and kicked over the chairs of the people selling doves, chased people out, and said, you turned the temple, which should be a house of prayer, into a den of thieves. Then he was healing people in the temple, and the children were singing Hosanna to the son of David. He was chastised by the religious leaders and said, do you hear what they're saying? And he said, yeah. And what they're saying is correct. Then we had the cursing of the fig tree, the fruitless tree. Now we're back in the temple, picking it up in chapter 21, verse 23. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Well, he entered the temple. Remember, this is the temple complex, the temple area. All this takes place probably in the court of Gentiles, this great big open-air place. It has like a covered porch around the perimeter of it. And so Jesus is teaching there. Likely, he's under one of the areas of the porch with a little bit of shade, and he's teaching, and he's approached by the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now, these would be members of the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin is the ruling council. It consists of 70 people plus the high priest. So, it's really 71 people to get together. The high priest functions as the president of the council. And it's comprised of priests and elders. Sometimes it says, and scribes. The scribes would be the teachers the religious experts, the elders would just be leading people in Judah. That would be basically nobility. And then the chief priests. So they're not the high priest, but they have been elevated to this level of chief priests. 
And so this is what comprises the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin meets every day, except the Sabbath and festival days, and they meet in a section adjacent to the temple area. It's partially adjacent. It's really in the north wall of the temple complex. Half of the, the hall they meet in is outside the temple complex, and half is inside the temple complex. It's called the, the Hall of Hewn Stone, because the stones used for ritualistic purposes could not have been hewn, that is, carved with metal implements. So the hall where they meet has been carved with metal implements. It's the Hall of Hewn Stone, and that's where the Sanhedrin meets. So they're around all the time, and they function much like a Supreme Court would function. And here they approach Jesus. How many of them? We don't know, but they're some of the members of the Sanhedrin. And they challenge Jesus and say, by what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Now, what's he mean by these things? Is he referring to the teaching, the healing, the triumphant entry? I think it's all this together. Essentially, you're acting like a prophet is supposed to act, or like the Messiah is supposed to act. Who told you you could do this? By what authority are you doing this? Because the last time we saw their indignation was over children singing Hosanna to the son of David. So the fact that there's a following, crowds following Jesus, is what's really annoying them. He's not just some crazy man saying some crazy things. There's a lot of people believing it. Verse 24, Jesus answered them, I will ask you one question, and if you answer it for me, then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. Now notice there was two questions. By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? And he basically says, I'll answer one question, but that would answer both questions. That's a simple question question is, by what authority are you doing this thing? I'm doing these things as the Messiah, the Son of God, God the Son, a member of the Trinity. That's the authority. And who gave you this authority? Well, obviously, God did. But if he says that, he'll immediately be charged with blasphemy. So is he being obtuse here? No, this is a legitimate way the rabbis debate one another with posing a counter-question. So they ask him these two questions. He responds with a counter-question. And that's legitimate rabbinic debate. So if you answer my question, I'll tell you by what authority I do these things. Verse 25, did John's baptism come from heaven or was it of human origin? So we asked them about John the Baptist. They knew about John the Baptist. They had sent people up to the Jordan River to investigate John the Baptist and what was going on up there. It says, they discussed it among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the crowds because everyone considers John to be a prophet. Well, we see their position. Obviously, they didn't believe John the Baptist. And he'll say again later that they he, they didn't believe him. And here they're essentially saying, we didn't believe him. Because we say from heaven, they say, why didn't you believe him? They didn't believe him. So we know what they think about John the Baptist. They're afraid of what the crowds will do because they know how the crowds view John the Baptist. And the concern is, that's how people are viewing Jesus. 
Verse 27. So they answered Jesus, We don't know. He said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Why didn't he just give them a plain answer? Well, he's not ready for that yet. Similarly, way back in the beginning, when he first started his ministry in Galilee, he didn't let anybody say anything. He would heal somebody and say, don't tell anybody what I did. Or if somebody got an inkling of who he was, he would say, keep it a secret. Then it became more and more and more out in the open. Now with the triumphant entry, he has gone completely public, it seems. So why does he not give them a straight answer? Well, remember who these guys are. They're the Supreme Court, basically. And what is it that they will actually get Jesus executed for? Claiming divine authority. Claiming to be the Son of God. That's what they kill him for. And that's what's going to happen. He knows that's what's going to happen, but he's not ready for that. So he answers without giving an answer. So based on what he says here, all he did was say, what do you think about John the Baptist? And they said, we don't know. He said, well, I'm not going to tell you. But it's very clear what he's actually saying without actually saying it. So they can't charge him with blasphemy and drag him off and execute him. Yet, it was very clear that he's identified with John the Baptist. People recognize that. Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say I am? Some say John the Baptist. Herod was afraid that Jesus was John the Baptist come back to life. A lot of people are linking Jesus with John the Baptist. Jesus himself links himself with John the Baptist. John the Baptist linked himself with Jesus. And the people consider John the Baptist a prophet. Jesus, some of his discussions back in Galilee, said something greater than John the Baptist is going on here now. But he provided an answer without actually saying the words. Nobody standing there is missing what's going on. And this all occurs while Jesus is teaching. So there's a crowd there. How big of a crowd? We don't know. But there is a crowd there, and there's enough of a crowd around, and word would get around enough quickly that they're afraid to even speak ill of John the Baptist in this setting because enough people believe John the Baptist to be a prophet. So Jesus is having these encounters with the religious leaders. It's no longer just the synagogue rulers, the local Pharisees of the synagogue. He's dealing with the Sanhedrin itself, the ruling council of Judah. And we'll actually be here in this area of the court of Gentiles for for quite several sessions, up till uh, chapter 24, in fact, when they leave the temple. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.